0: Fantasy football today from CBS Sports. Here we go! Email us at fantasyfootballcbsi.com. At here we
1: go! We're here to help you win the ultimate bragging rights a fantasy title.
2: Let's go! Now, here's Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath.
1: All right, here we go. Week seven just about done as we are sitting here on a Sunday night getting ready for a Super Bowl rematch. But this is a fantasy football show, so let's talk fantasy, recapping the Sunday action. Adam Azer, Jamie Eisenberg, Heath Cummings, and we want to know people, are you hiring? With ziprecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. So try it for free at ziprecruiter.com slash FFT. Ziprecruiter.com slash FFT. And a good evening to Jamie and Heath, and a good morning to everybody listening on Monday morning. How we doing today, fellas? What's up, buddy? Ah, yeah, thumbs up. You know, last week
2: I did a fake beep thing and it was really annoying. I'm never going to do that again, but I don't know if I can explain today's action without some sort of profanity. So I'll apologize in advance.
1: Frustrated today? I'm, I'm not like
2: the, the weird thing is like this has happened a couple times this year where I'm like, man, what a terrible day. And then I look at my teams and they're all doing fine. Who cares? It's great. I, I just—it's the the craziness that we saw today just extends what we've seen throughout the 2017 season. It's okay. absurd.
1: Yeah, no, and you, there are days like that where you're watching everything unfold and you're like, I can't be doing well. And then you look at your teams and you're—you know—you're doing fine, and you realize that everybody's affected by the craziness. What what was it that jumped out to you, Heath?
2: What wasn't? <laughs> today latavius murray not just was the best running back in minnesota but broke a long run mm-hmm. latavius murray when who looked like he couldn't walk more than five feet without grabbing a hold of the railing
1: yeah
2: breaks a long run again OJ howard scores two touchdowns <laughs> yeah. and completely outperforms Cameron Bra- Jameis winston with a sprained ac he should have sprained his ac joint two years ago uh-huh. Throws for three touchdowns against the Buffalo Bills defense that had given up two touchdown passes all year long.
1: Yeah, that was weird. I thought he was on his way to a terrible game, too. I that he second really half, was. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie, what was your take on uh on Sunday?
0: As a whole, uh a lot of the guys that we were hoping to have bounce back performances did not happen. We had a couple. Sean McCoy was great. Doug Baldwin was great. Uh, Jimmy Graham saved his day. Uh, yeah, he could have yeah. had a huge day. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, J.H.I. struggle, but they scored 30 plus points. Um, I, 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 I get, I, you know, I get caught up with it after what coming off the four o'clock games. I just hope that NFL leaves Ezekiel Elliott alone. I really do <laughs> because he, he's, he's so much fun to watch.
1: He had a huge game. He had over 200 yards and three touchdowns. He, uh, if you had him in your draft app uh, this week, you know you're probably winning. That was big. Uh, all right, let's get into it. Let's go to the big news, and I'm just going to give the news as, as you know as news items because I think we cover a lot of it in the winners and losers and the reactions from Sunday's action. So here we go. Carson Palmer broke his arm, and he will miss about eight weeks, so he's more or less out for the season. Carson, Done. Palmer.
0: maybe career over.
1: Yep, yeah. Carson Palmer, goodbye. That is very unfortunate. They were struggling. They got uh, blown out by the Rams, who appear to be pretty good. Jay Cutler's out two to three weeks with cracked ribs. I don't think it would be a huge shock if Matt Moore kept the job. His career
2: should be done, too. His <laughs> career should be done as well. Like Carson Palmer, if, if I was laying betting odds, I would say that it, should, it should be more likely that Carson Palmer plays football again than Jay Cutler.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, it might be. Absolutely. But Cutler out two to three weeks and Matt Moore came in and scored 17 fantasy points on 21 attempts and we're going to talk about him shortly. He, he, I, well, I think we should talk about him right now because he actually did pretty well last year. Here were uh, Matt Moore's fantasy points in four starts last season. 31 fantasy points at the Jets. This is six point per passing touchdown leagues. 19 fantasy points at Buffalo. 18 fantasy points against New England. And then in the playoffs, 11 fantasy points at Pittsburgh. And Heath's got Kenny Stills as a winner. Jarvis Landry and Kenny Stills did very well. I'll give the numbers in a little bit. Did very well with Matt Moore. I'll let Heath expand on that. Devontae Parker, not as much last year. But I guess the, you know, the question here is, if you have lost the quarterback recently, Tyrod Taylor's about 81% owned, and then after that, it's like a bunch of garbage on the waiver wire. Maybe Andy Dalton, you get him in a good matchup next week. But, like, how, how high on the list is Matt Moore going to be, guys?
0: I just want to say, when they signed Jay Cutler, I called this.
2: <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. That's that's true. And and I wanna say that there's been a like it looked to me I watched more of the Dolphins game today than I did any other game because we had some people over and they were Dolphins fans and so I was trying to be accommodating. I did keep going to the other room to watch other games. So it wasn't that accommodating, but <laughs> Adam Gates has made a lot of excuses for Jay Cutler this season. He's talked about how the problem is not Jay Cutler and we've just got to clean stuff up and it is just incredible that everything got cleaned up as soon as Jay Cutler was taken I, off the field.
1: Actually, Cutler did fine in this game from a fantasy perspective. He threw two touchdowns. He had 15 fantasy points in about a half. Moore had 17 points. He, he played points. well. Yeah, they both did fine. Uh Cutler's just sloppy. I mean, let's be honest. But they both threw two touchdowns and one interception. But but Moore, yeah, just to answer that question, guys, how attractive of a pickup is Matt Moore right now?
2: He plays that Baltimore next week? Huh? He's
1: he plays at, at Baltimore next week. Then right? Oakland. Then yeah. at Carolina. Yeah. On Thursday, he's not he's not great for this week, but
0: he's absolutely a good long term play because they're already past their bye week. Mm-hmm. So if you want to, you know, just try and stash somebody that you don't have to worry about getting rid of, he's he's perfect. And and if he does hold on to the job, then why not?
1: Jason Lockenfour reporting this morning that Andrew Luck will be out until at least late November. So I think we know what to do there. Cleveland left tackle. Oh man, Cleveland left tackle Joe Thomas. 10,363 consecutive snaps. It's unbelievable. He was drafted third overall in 2007. He has played more than 10,000 consecutive snaps. And now the speculation is he has a torn triceps. Uh, you might know by the end of the show, uh by the time you hear it. So he's probably out for the season. That's a total bummer. Delaney Walker sprained his ankle. Walker was on crutches after the game. They have a bye week coming up. But... uh could be out for a few weeks, Delaney Walker. We shall see. All right, let's do some winners and losers right off the bat. Jamie, your two winners today are Aaron Jones and Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, well, I shouldn't have started Ty Montgomery this I, made a, <laughs> I was, uh I was on a plane this morning. I traveled this weekend, so I do want to apologize to everybody. I didn't respond to emails. I didn't respond on Twitter. I didn't accept a lot of the invitations on draft, which I'll tell you about in a minute. I was out of town this weekend. I got back. I I landed. I didn't have time to adjust my lineup, so I started Andre Ellington. I had Ty Montgomery there. It was uh, it was rough, but but Aaron Jones has run away with his job, Jamie. It appears seventeen carries, one hundred thirty-one yards, and a touchdown, uh, at Minnesota or uh, against New Orleans. Sorry, go
0: ahead. Yeah, I mean, Ty Montgomery is going to see probably cut in some ten-team leagues, which is a mistake, but it's going to happen.
1: Why is that a mistake?
0: Well, I I don't think it's completely done for Montgomery, but it might as well be.
1: It, it was. He, he, he didn't even play. <laughs> yeah, he had five touches. I don't, but that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't think that's a mistake. I don't think they're having a, a very good offense. Uh,
0: no, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a mistake to, to play Aaron Jones over Ty Montgomery. This was my concern for Montgomery going into the season was that one of these young guys was going to be better than him. I just thought it was going to be Jamal Williams. And so he's not a running back and this is what they have as a running back. So he, he, Aaron Jones looked awesome. He really did, you know, and, and, uh, I think if, if this was an Aaron Rodgers game after the two picks from Breeze and the long touchdown run from Jones, they would have beaten them probably by three touchdowns in, in Lambeau.
1: Let me ask you this, Jamie. they got a bye coming up. Do you think it's possible? Because I, cause I do think people are going to talk about and, and consider dropping Ty Montgomery even in 12-team leagues. Um, do you think it's possible they have a bye? They say, all right, he has the cracked ribs. He's going to heal this week. We're going to get Montgomery more involved going forward. Or do you expect Aaron Jones to get the lion's share of the work?
0: Why would they go back to Montgomery? Cause he didn't, he didn't run very well.
1: I, I'm not saying that's what I think. I just want to know what you think.
0: I mean, they certainly could, but you know, the, the one thing that you, you take away from this game is,
1: okay, we got a, we got a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So good job, Aaron Jones. Big game for him. Tyrod Taylor. Are we just going to project him for exactly 21 fantasy points and six point <laughs> <laughs> passing touchdown leagues every home game, which he will have next week against Oakland. Well, I think, I think, I don't know if you heard me say it, if, uh, but yeah,
0: I think you did because we did on the, on on the video show Friday. Best one ever. That his last 10 home games coming into this week, he averaged 21 fantasy points per game. And so he was projected (laughs) for 21 fantasy points for the game. He scored 21 fantasy points. And yeah, I mean, he's, he's good at home and his receiving core is only going to get healthy with, you know, Jordan Matthews, the shake of the rust off game. Uh, they found another guy in Deontay Thompson, you know, who just made some plays for them. McCoy was back involved in the passing game, which was awesome to see again. And uh, you know, the only guy who didn't show up was Nick O'Leary.
1: And uh, Tyrod Taylor, with those 21 fantasy points, entering the Sunday night game. He's tied for seventh. I think there's a good chance he finishes 11th. But still, he's going to give you uh, top 12. He's going to give you top 11 at the very worst this week. And that was with only two teams on by. Six teams on by next week, and Taylor has Oakland at home. And we go to Heath's winners. Heath, all right, Kenny Stills, do you want me to give the numbers of what he did last year with Matt Moore? Yes,
2: I'd love to hear the numbers of what he did with Matt Moore last year.
1: Okay, in four games with Matt Moore in standard scoring leagues, he scored, not in this order, but he scored 8, 9, 10, and 11 fantasy points. Pretty impressive.
2: Yeah, and I want to correct you. Tyrod Taylor is going to finish seventh because Atlanta, New England is going to be a defensive struggle, and so is Washington, <laughs> Philadelphia, just like we were all expecting. It's possible. Uh, no, I, I think it was very obvious when Matt Moore came into the game. Who he, in my opinion, just looked much more steady than Jay Cutler. He looked like he was actually practicing every day and trying to look like an NFL quarterback, throwing the ball and not just dropping back and throwing it off of one foot and seeing where it goes. Um, I think this is going to be a great thing for Kenny Stills. I think there's a chance that even when Devontae Parker comes back, Kenny Stills is just the second-best receiver on this team.
1: Well, See, that's really interesting because Devontae Parker was the best receiver on the team when he was healthy. Now Jarvis Landry has caught a touchdown in three straight games, all without Parker. Parker got hurt in, in the first of those three games. Parker,
2: but the one thing that Parker has... There's two things he's always done. Had a ton of potential and gotten hurt.
1: I think he was living up to it though. I think he was living up to it. He was on pace for a really good year. Just, I think he only had one touchdown. He
2: was on pace over a short stretch last year for a really good year. Y-
1: you weren't buying it? This I don't, year?
2: I don't, I was starting to buy it right when he got hurt again.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, stills is only 27% owned at Baltimore next week. Um, okay. So Latavius Murray, now he's a winner, but is he the better Vikings running back going forward? They're at Cleveland next week, like viciously good run defense, Cleveland Browns next week.
2: Yeah, I don't think this is a good matchup for him at all, but I didn't think Baltimore uh, getting healthy was a good matchup for him either. I didn't think he was relevant. I The reason I put him as a winner is because after the last two weeks, Latavius Murray had was trending towards or in a lot of leagues had probably already reached irrelevance. And we had just decided that Jarek McKinnon was the guy there. And I think Mc- Murray has put himself back in that conversation. Right now, I feel like there is not a number one running back in Minnesota once again. It's really, really bad news for Jarek
1: McKinnon. Hmm. Jamie, what do you think about the Minnesota running backs?
0: I still think it's McKinnon, but I, I I was of the belief all along that Latavius Murray still had fantasy relevancy. Not to this level, but you know, I, I, I still viewed him as their better short yardage guy. Um, we haven't seen them in this position since Dalvin Cook went down with, uh, uh, with, with a chance to lean on him. You know, M- McKinnon had the big run in the, in the, uh, Bears game in the first game where Cook got hurt, you know, and, and he was just doing a good job at the end of the game, but Murray's been coming back from this ankle injury.
2: And this was you know, the so first game with more carries for, uh, Murray, right?
0: I believe so.
1: Yeah. Well, and he had, he had 12 and 15 in the other two, so. Uh yeah all right Latavius Murray at Cleveland then a buy he's sixty five percent owned so he's definitely gonna be up there Would you rather have Latavius Murray or Alex Collins?
0: Uh probably Latavius.
2: I think I would still go Collins.
1: Would you rather have Latavius Murray or C J Anderson?
0: <laughs> still C J Anderson still C J.
1: <laughs> okay Latavius Murray I like
0: Murray that I really do. You like who? The trade you and I made.
1: Oh my god. Great time for me to trade for John Brown. He's done. So (laughs) speaking of which, losers now. Heath's losers are the Arizona wide receivers and the Green Bay wide receivers. As Drew Stanton has not been a very good backup quarterback. And, And Brett Hundley today threw for 87 yards on 25 pass attempts against the Saints. Uh, Just really bad games all around for these Green Bay receivers. Nelson, 13 yards. Adams, 12 yards. Cobb, 15 yards. Oh, my gosh. I almost forgot how bad they were until just now, and I read it out loud. Heath, who are you more concerned about, the Arizona receivers or the Green Bay receivers?
2: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I am – like I, I didn't think – I was, I guess, more cautious about Brett Hundley coming into this week than some people. But I didn't think it could be this bad. <laughs> he was atrocious. That's that's like three and a half yards per pass attempt with Jordy Nelson and Devonte Adams as your wide receivers.
1: Uh-huh. That's bad.
2: I I he he might be the worst quarterback backup or starter in the league.
1: Who is the best receiver in this bunch? Arizona, Green Bay, rest of season. Fitz. <sighs> oh, over Jordy. Yeah,
2: I think it. Probably, I think that's probably right because I, Fitz runs the types of routes that I think I think Drew Stanton can throw the ball for. It's yards. probably
0: not going to be Stanton. It's probably going to be Blaine Gabbert. Yeah. I I this is a disaster.
2: This it,
1: sucks. No, this is big big concerns here. Like how long have we, we just
2: lost six fantasy or five fantasy wide receivers and probably Adrian Peterson too.
1: And look at what happened to TY Hilton today. I mean, it's things have changed, guy. We should probably talk about this. Like the fantasy landscape has changed right now. A lot of really good talent not playing. And you
0: may have lost David Johnson too.
1: Why it would happen to him? Why would no, I mean, him this back?
0: may not knock him out from coming back? Oh. If they're, you know, I was always of the belief that they would tread water with Palmer and, and his this defense, and you know, especially now getting Peterson. It, it's it's highly unlikely now with the quarterback situation.
1: They might not
2: win another game. They're
1: awful. Yeah. Can you guys think of anyone that that has become more valuable over the last couple of weeks, just based on what's not valuable right now? Who's not valuable right now?
0: Um, I'll say what I said in the 2011 season that Peyton Manning should have won the MVP when he didn't play, and you can make the case in Andrew Luck should win the MVP when he's not playing.
1: Yeah, I mean they're awful, but I, I mean it was today having Ezekiel Elliott, having on Bell. These last few games that, that the two have played, I mean, the Cowboys coming off a bye, the, those guys look so important right now. Todd Gurley, these stud running backs are just so valuable, but the wide receiver position has, has really thinned. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure where I'm, I know where I'm going with this. I don't know if it's, if it's even worth talking about. It's, it's probably obvious to everybody, but some of, a lot of the players that were drafted in the first two rounds, let's put it this way, a lot of the players that were drafted in the first two rounds, just, they're either injured, or they're a victim of circumstance right now. And they suck. And there's nothing you can do about it. And Well, that, I mean
0: the I think the hope would be is that Amari Cooper and Doug Baldwin maybe turn the corner.
1: Hope so. A little bit? Mhm.
0: You know, that would be nice. Um You know, I I, I think you're you're still you're still going to get some some great production. You no, know, I I'm not watching the game. I know you two guys are, but um, you know, whatever Julio Jones does tonight. He bounces better. back a little bit. I wouldn't say it's like completely dire, but it's, it's, it's tough when you're losing the potential of what Nelson Adams, Hilton, Fitzgerald, you know, and the and then whatever's left of Arizona, if these guys are going to be that bad the rest of the way. All
1: right, guys. I want to speed it up so we can get to uh, more from today. Jamie's losers are Jay Ajayi and the Seattle running backs, Jamie. Uh, Jay Ajayi and the Seattle running backs.
0: Yeah, I mean, Jay Ajayi just, you know, it, it's, it's frustrating to watch them score so many points and he still hasn't found the end zone yet. So. I still think he's a good by-low candidate, but he's just they're they're not they're not opening holes. Their offensive line, they lost Tunsell, or I don't know if he came back in the game, but he got hurt in the game. So I don't know how hurt he is. Uh Pounce just hasn't been the same guy coming back in the hip injury. And the Green Bay running the Seattle running backs, uh I was expecting it to be a different I don't know what the snap count was, but the touches were exactly the same for Rawls and, and Lacey. Rawls lost a fumble in the game. Uh he did get the goal line chance, at least when they gave it to him. Didn't find the end zone. So it's a mess.
1: Yeah, they, all three of their running backs, uh, including McKissick, were in inside the 10. I think they ran 12 plays in the red zone in the first quarter and didn't score. But later in the game, it seemed like, and I think you guys said this a few weeks ago, it seemed like Rawls was getting the more important carries. Uh, and he's a better player than than Lacey, even though this, the numbers didn't really show it and he had that fumble.
2: It's so dumb.
1: They well, and, and I said this
2: before. today before the game, and they didn't do it, and I'm disappointed, and I don't think they will do it now. If they would just come out and play fast and let Wilson just deal, he could be the number one quarterback in fantasy. They they don't have a good running game. They don't have a running back on their roster that's going to make it a good running game.
1: Well, he had a huge second half and was one of the best quarterbacks in fantasy this week. Would you rather have Thomas Rawls or Crowell rest of season?
0: Rawls. I'll take my chances with the devil. I don't know.
1: I'll take Crowell. (laughs) Yeah. Rawls? He had a decent
2: day-to-day in PPR.
1: Yeah. Rawls or Latavius?
2: Rawls. Latavius.
1: All right. Well, I got to tell you all, people are loving draft. I, think I got 30 or 40 invites over the weekend, and I do want to apologize. I only accepted, I think, five of them because I was at the wedding. I'm sorry about that. I didn't have a lot of time. But it is an extremely fun game. I'm glad people are, are into it. Download the draft app or play at playdraft.com. When you sign up and you start playing, if you want to play for free, please use our promo code. It's FFTODAY. FFTODAY is the promo code. New users get free entry into a draft. Well, it was all about Zeke today. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be 3-2 and two because I had Zeke in three leagues, and I played against Zeke in two leagues. Now, Now, that's just one-on-one drafts. I actually think as much as I've been playing the one-on-ones, it's more fun if you play in bigger drafts. You can play in leagues of up to 10 people. So I encourage you to do that on draft. Do the snake drafts. Play more fantasy football. You're going to be the only person that owns a Elliott. It's not like playing daily on the other sites. You're the only one who has uh, each player that you that you draft on your team. So I, I know the listeners are loving it, and I appreciate it. Join in. Play for real money. Play, uh, play a real money game for free by using our promo code FFTODAY on your first deposit on Draft. Just search Draft in the App Store or go to PlayDraft.com and play for free with the promo code FFTODAY. All right, let's do some yearbook superlatives. Most excited about Ben Roethlisberger, Alex Smith, or Derek Carr? What do you think? Who you most (laughs) (laughs) Most excited (laughs) about? Heath, Uh, why don't you take the lead here? Big Ben, Smith, or Carr?
2: I think. uh, Ah, this is not Alex Smith. Okay. I quite, ben Roethlisberger had 20 fantasy points today, right?
1: I think it was a pretty encouraging day, though. He didn't throw much. He looked a lot better. Yes, he had 20. I fantasy don't think points.
2: they want him to throw much.
1: I'm not so sure about that. If they have, to I'm throw, not going they to will.
2: talk about the Chiefs and Raiders game and Derek Carr's stats and performance because I'll just sound like a jerk and sour grapes.
1: That's fine. You're you're entitled, Jamie. Who are you most excited about? Big Ben, 20 fantasy points. Smith, 31, or Carr, 35 fantasy points in week seven. Uh, Smith. Yeah, you'd rather have him than Roethlisberger rest of season.
0: Yes, Uh that defense is bad, and he's showing that he's gonna he's he's gonna be good when he's throwing the ball. All
1: right, most likely so. to succeed, most likely to succeed: Jordan Matthews, Juju Smith-Schuster, or Cooper Cup. Jamie, why don't you? Go I'll go Juju. You? All right, Heath goes first. Juju, Jamie, what do you say? Matthews, Jordan Matthews. Yeah, he was a dud today, but. Uh Oakland next week, you think what Matthews ownership gotta be pretty low. Uh
0: exceptionally, yes.
1: Yeah. Although look, I
0: mean you know, Cooper Cup he's not the greatest player, but he just continues to find ways to produce.
2: They yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I think if Jamie went out there with Jared Goff and lived with him for three or four months over the summer before the football season, (laughs) Jared Goff might throw it to him fifteen times again.
0: Maybe every receiver should
1: do that. Yeah, maybe Sammy Watkins should move in. Jordan Matthews twenty nine percent owned. All right, more valuable in fantasy rest of season. Adrian Peterson or T. Y. Hilton?
0: Hilton.
2: Hilton, for sure. I, I Peterson that that was I won't say it was exactly what I expected from Peterson, but that was pretty close to exactly what I expected from Peterson.
1: You know, the thing is like obviously they're gonna want to run the ball more, but also they're gonna really struggle now. Uh he had eleven carries for twenty one yards. What's your outlook on Peterson?
0: Bad. Yeah.
1: Yeah, this hurts. Puke. This hurts him, no question, right? I mean, it hurts him, right? I, 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 they're going to try to lean on him, but it just it hurts everyone, right? In yes. Arizona? Okay. I don't want editorialize here. All right, most uh, more concerned about part one: C.J. Anderson or Demarius Thomas?
0: Anderson. Yep.
1: All right, let's talk about. Thomas it. had
0: a big pass called back on what looked like a bogus pass interference.
1: Yeah, call. yeah, it was a little questionable.
2: He needed those uh, officials from the Kansas City Raiders game.
1: Offensive line played like garbage today for the for Denver, uh, and Simeon did, is you know he's struggling. But uh, they're at Kansas City next week. That could be a little tonic for them. It's just it's very obvious, guys. C.J. Anderson's good when they win and bad when they lose. Uh, and he had ten. Ca- I think the encouraging thing for Anderson was that he did dominate the carries.
0: He had, Maybe he's the reason why they win.
1: He had ten for forty-four. He didn't have a bad game. They just were they were behind the entire game.
0: Um, yeah, but they're behind seven nothing for a good portion of it, but then fourteen nothing.
1: Well, like he—it wasn't his fault. Can I say that?
0: You're you're, you're, you're grasping at straws, but but it uh, was At least for me, the reason I'm concerned is there's two other guys that I could take away production from him. We don't know when Emmanuel Sanders is coming back.
1: Right, yeah, but, but if but they're
2: they going to be this bad, Devontae Booker may start out snapping him.
1: Wait, we're talking, about, but he didn't do anything to lose the role today. Devontae Booker had two carries for six yards. Jamal Charles had four for two.
0: No, he's their best guy, but there's also the injury risk with him.
1: All right. More concerned about Listen, CJ Listen, if you
0: Anderson. could trade him for C, for AJ Green, do so.
1: Oh, who's doing that? I just I think – I actually – all right. All right. I feel like CJ Anderson could be a buy-low candidate. Everybody's so down on him right now. He's he's not playing that poorly. They just need the game script for him to be better. Not feeling it?
0: He, he's definitely a buy-low candidate, yes, but you don't have to give up much for him.
1: Well, that, yeah. Well, there you go. All right, back to the superlatives. More concerned about Cam Newton or Marcus Mariota? Mariota. Cam. All right, Heath, elaborate.
2: I've got no justification for it other than I think... I think Mariota still has better weapons than Cam does. And um, I expect... Today was a weird game against the Browns. He had Delaney Walker wide open in the end zone and just missed twice. him twice. Um I I I feel better about him.
1: He scored in this game, 7 fantasy points Cam Newton at Chicago. Chicago's tough at, in their in their stadium. Nobody's yep. done well there. But I also go back to last week. Cam Newton had like 20-ish points. Uh yeah, 22. But he played so poorly against the Eagles. So now this is two games in a row where he hasn't really looked good, and then Mariota, guys. I'm. What do you think? I'm really hoping that he gets healthier over the bye week and can and can run a little bit more.
2: Yep. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a big thing for him. But all right, how would you rank Ben Roethlisberger, Cam Newton, and Marcus Mariota rest of season?
0: Cam, Ben, Mariota. Mariota, Cam, Ben.
1: Okay. Would you rather have Mariota Heath or Alex Smith?
2: Mariota. And Cam over Smith, too.
1: All right. Most likely to drop, Ty Montgomery or Isaiah Crowell?
0: Who are I've you? been telling people to drop Crowell for two weeks, so still Crowell. Y'all say Crowell.
1: Most exciting dual-threat quarterback, Deshaun Watson or Dak Prescott?
0: Dak. Dak.
1: Woo, is he good? He's amazing. Heath, I'm glad we own him in, on team Heathdom.
2: Yes, I am as well. Did did we are are we winning this we week? We
1: are going to win this week.
2: That is outstanding. Our team is a juggernaut. We
1: got a squad.
2: Yes, we do have a squad. Um it it makes me feel better cuz I just I was looking through my scores as we were talking. <laughs> After you do the next superlative, I want to tell you I've got a superlative for you. Worst fantasy matchup in the history of fantasy football.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, best celebration: Robbie Anderson sitting in the stands at Dolphin Stadium, or Hard Rock Stadium, or Juju Smith-Schuster hide and seek. Hide
0: and seek is the best one this year.
2: I really enjoyed the sitting in the stands and the level great. of disrespect that showed.
1: <laughs> right? It was yes. so, It was great. I loved it. Uh But I think hide and seek was still better. Heath, what about you? I I I'm gonna go with Robbie Anderson. Uh it was really I'm going to say the two but the up. two
0: best celebrations that I've seen so far this year was Hide and Seek and the Duck Duck Goose.
1: Duck Duck Goose was really good. Hide hi <laughs> and Seek terrific stuff. All right, Heath, give me a surprise superlative. Uh the worst
2: fantasy matchup of all time. I played Dave Richard in our magazine league this week. Dave started Deshaun Watson on a bye. Dave had Demarius Thomas on his roster who scored zero fantasy points in this league. And Dave is beating me 75 to 14. <laughs> I started J- Jordy, T.Y. Hilton, Frank Gore, Adam Vinatieri, and the Chiefs who combined for six between the, all of them. Jeez.
1: Oh man, that is really bad. I'm looking, at one of, <laughs> I'm looking at one of my scores. I have 33 points. Uh, <laughs> Carson Palmer, Alex Collins, Devin Funches, Keenan Allen, Ty Montgomery, Robbie Gold, the Bills, I do still have uh, Deion Lewis, that should be great, and Jordan Reed. So, yeah, it was one of those weeks, man. I had a lot of crappy players in my lineup. Good stuff. All right, so news and notes for you. DeMarco Murray played 13 more snaps than Derrick Henry. CJ ProSize hurt his ankle. Deshaun Jackson had a 50-yard catch, 50-plus-yard catch, called back on holding, and he still had a pretty good game. He's really uh been pretty good, Deshaun Jackson. Evan Ingram had a very long catch Called back because he was out of bounds, and then he came back and was the first to touch it. Jacksonville left tackle Cam Robinson left with an ankle injury. Laramie Tunsil, Miami's left tackle, as Jamie told you. He left in the third quarter. They're hopeful on him, awaiting news. Uh, Seattle's center got hurt in the first quarter. Not sure if he was able to come back in. Giants right tackle Justin Pugh left with a back injury. Colts center Ryan Kelly left with a hamstring injury. The Jaguars had 10 sacks. That's their second game this year with 10 sacks. How about that? Week They're one. calling
0: them apparently, uh, Saxonville.
1: Saxonville. That makes sense. I could have guessed that. Ram center John Sullivan hurt his knee; doesn't seem serious. Carolina center Ryan Khalil re-aggravated his, uh, neck injury, so they just can't run the ball. And on defense and special teams, Dan Bailey left with an injury, and Dallas safety Jeff Heath Heath was kicking their extra points, and it was comical. Uh, How about I went in a
0: bunch of leagues from Dustin Hopkins to Dan Bailey.
1: Oh, uh, I haven't. I had him in Fanduel. Actually, kind of hurt. Uh Ruben Foster left with injured ribs. Right tackle Trent Brown for San Francisco. He was being evaluated for a concussion. Vontez Burfict kicked Roosevelt Knicks in the face. When, like, come on, like, give this guy a six-game suspension. It's ridiculous already. He's a dirty. You a
0: great matchup of Vontez Burfict versus uh, Malcolm Mitchell. Those are two of the nicest guys in the NFL.
1: He's the dirtiest player I've ever seen in my Mike life. Mike Mitchell, excuse me. Mike Mitchell. I saying, Malcolm's a
2: fine fine young man. The Steelers don't get to complain about dirty plays.
1: I'm not a Steelers fan, but I'm just saying kick the guy in the face. Uh, yep. Cincinnati linebacker Kevin Minter left with an elbow injury. They might be down two linebackers next week. I'm not sure it'll matter against the Colts. Uh, and Malik Hooker, speaking of the Colts, Malik Hooker and Rashawn Melvin, two defensive backs, they left with injuries. Andy Dalton might be good for you next week. Let's oh. Definitely
0: will be good for you next week.
1: Yeah. All right. Good. Let's see who is good for you this week. Your top five quarterbacks, Dak, Carr, Wilson, Alex Smith, and Josh McCown. Dak, Carr, Wilson. What happened to your voice there? Smith. It was uh, like I was almost incredulous. How could it? It got really low. Is that what happened? (laughs) Josh McCown? He is one of my sleepers, Jamie. Yeah. Nice job, man. Yeah, I got something right.
0: Can't wait to have you back on the show Friday.
1: Not this Friday. Not this upcoming Friday. Unbelievable. Got another wedding. But uh, all right, what stands out? Heath Cummings, Dak, Carr, Wilson, Alex Smith, Josh McCown.
2: Well, I think most of the guys that stand out – I mean, McCown, you talked about him, and it's just that the Dolphins – while we think they have a pretty good run defense, their secondary is just lost. There were Jets running wide open without anyone anywhere close to them in this game. McGowan didn't really have to do a lot, plus he got the one-yard carry. Dak's amazing. He's so like, good. We may not be giving him enough credit saying he's going to be a top-five quarterback rest of the season.
1: I find it amazing that he does this without— I mean, like, Des is having a nice year because he's caught touchdowns almost every game, but Des is getting, like, 60 yards, you know, maybe, maybe 80 yards. Jason Witten— it, like he doesn't have he doesn't have great receivers.
2: Jason Witten's having a
1: great year. He's having a he's having an underrated year, no doubt. When,
2: when we look at the when we look at the tight end rankings going into next week, Jason Witten's probably going to be a top four tight end.
1: Jamie, did I get the bonanza? What do you think? That was you got friend. one team. Yeah, That's I a, mean the toss up. Hyde was
0: okay he's at okay. best. Garcon stunk.
1: Beathard stunk. Kittle stuck. I was never Stunk. on Beathard though. It was really Kittle for me. But I said one of the. But you had two... the
2: number one running back and the number one quarterback. And so, I said, yeah, you got it.
1: One of the two tight ends would score. Yep. So know, you got I'm, it. I'm gonna give <laughs> thank you, Eve. All right, let's look at the top five. Uh, you know what? Let's look at let's look at quarterback number six real quick. And it was Jameis Winston, 384 yards, three touchdowns on 44 pass attempts at Buffalo, 29 fantasy points, and he's got I think four. 320 yard games now. Uh, Jamie, what do you think about Jameis Winston? It doesn't seem like he's playing all that well, but he is producing. What do you think?
0: He's a good fancy quarterback. I mean, he's going to be a top 10 guy by the end of the season. That's what I expect him to be. He's got great weapons, you know, and, and you're seeing a fourth guy now, to, you know, come along with OJ Howard, along with Brayt, along with Jackson, along with Mike Evans. Um, this was a tough matchup for him. You know, if you, if you, you, Heath alluded to this, you know, that he should have uh, sprained his AC joint prior to the, you know, last few weeks. I, I I think anybody logically looking at it would have said the stats that Buffalo has allowed to quarterbacks, and there's been some good ones. With a guy that's coming in with a shoulder injury, this should not have happened. And you said it, Adam. He was off to a bad start. It looked like he was going to have a really rough day, Mm -hmm. but he rebounded and put his team in position to win. Um, they just came up a little bit short. So. Uh, I like the situation for him next week at home against Carolina. I don't think he's a, a slam dunk great start. But with the way that he's playing against, you know, a, if Keekly's out again, I, I think you got to buy into Jameis as a, as a starter the rest of the way. And, again, no more bye weeks for him. So the fact that he's healthy and, and got these, these guys around him and a bad defense as well uh, is going to put him in position to have to throw a lot.
1: Would you guys rather have Jameis Winston or Phil Rivers?
0: Winston. Winston.
1: Yeah, pretty soon I might have to ask you if Jameis Winston or Matt Ryan...
0: And and Winston, you know, the two guys that I, I, I liked and I think a lot of people had questions on, Winston and Mariota. I mean, Winston's running away with this as a fantasy quarterback.
1: Mm-hmm. As of now, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to tell you about the top five running backs in just one second. Because I told you at the beginning of the show about ZipRecruiter. But look, if you're in need of great talent for your business... That's not the easiest thing to get, and look, not, we don't have a lot of time these days, right? Time is is uh, time is is precious, so you got to do it quickly. You don't want to go through a huge stack of resumes. You want to use ZipRecruiter. They've got smarter hiring tools on ZipRecruiter.com. You can give it a shot for free, by the way, at ZipRecruiter.com/fft. ZipRecruiter.com/fft. You can post your job to over a hundred of the web's leading job boards with only one click. ZipRecruiter does all the work after that. ZipRecruiter puts its smart matching technology to work, actively notifying qualified candidates about your job within minutes of posting. You post something on ZipRecruiter, it goes out, it finds the best people for you. You can easily sort through the applications. Uh, ZipRecruiter makes it so much easier because the other job sites, they make you do the work. ZipRecruiter goes out and finds people for you, and then again. It only takes about a day. You're going to get a ton of quality candidates. 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire, and we want you to use it at ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. Top five running backs in Fantasy Week 7 in standard scoring. Hey, guess who's number one?
0: Um... The guy that will play the rest of the season, please, please, please. <laughs> Possibly.
1: Please. Ezekiel Elliott. What did you make of Rod Smith getting more work than Alfred Morris? Did that mean anything to you? That they was, af- Alfred
0: Morris.
2: Yeah, that was <laughs> after um, they pulled deck, right?
1: Yeah. it was. Well, I don't, I don't know all, when all the carries were, but it was at the end. Yeah, they pulled deck. I, Morris was a second guy. Yeah,
2: yeah, I believe Morris played with the starters. They brought Rod Smith in to play after they pulled Dex. He so did, I, but what, if you were it.
1: preparing Morris for a bigger role, wouldn't you want to give him carries even if it, during the blowout? It's gonna no. be good no Okay. <laughs> Alright, anyway, uh, Elliot won, McCoy two, two touchdowns today, Todd Gurley three, and Elliot, or uh, McCoy and Gurley both had, uh, five and four catches respectively. Oh, TJ Yeldon, that was, that was obvious. TJ Yeldon, four. <laughs> <laughs> he and Ivory both scored. Aaron Jones. You know, yeah.
0: Uh, Pete Prisco this morning said watch for Yeldon to have a good game. Uh, and then when he started to get some carries, he was the first one. I He may have even started the game. I don't, I don't remember who had the first carry. But um, they've been talking about trying to trade Yeldon. Hmm. And so he said this could be the chance that they finally get to showcase him.
1: All right, well, uh, Yeldon was fourth with nine carries for 122 yards. Let's just hope – and a touchdown. Let's just hope I, uh Fournette gets healthy during their bye, comes back. We don't have to worry about this. And Aaron Jones was five. So that's a pretty good cast of characters here. Elliott, McCoy, Gurley, Yeldon, and Aaron Jones, then Le'Veon Bell, then Latavius. We covered this. Another great day for Mark Ingram. 22 carries, 105 yards, and a touchdown. Total stud. He also had four catches, only five yards. All right, I don't think we have to really uh, cover the wide the running backs. Let's go to the receivers. Amari Cooper's one this week. Kenny Stills two. Tyree Kill three, and then tied for four. Doug Baldwin, Jarvis Landry. They both had about ninety yards and a touchdown. Do you guys think we should be looking to sell Jarvis Landry right now?
2: Sure. With his with his target volume, I don't know
0: why.
1: Well, he scored a well, touchdown. target volume
0: will come down when Parker's healthy. That's
1: one. He's, yes, so Parker coming back would be one reason. And he's never—I
0: mean, he's been a, a five-touchdown at best guy for his career. He's never top five touchdowns in a season. And but got, everybody knows that. Sure, yeah. but everybody also sees three touchdowns in a row with still ten games to go.
2: I just have a hard time banking anything on when Devontae Parker gets healthy because what does that last? Two games.
0: Sure, but I mean, if you could turn. Jarvis Landry into a running back that could be better than what you have on your team right now or, or, you know, him and somebody else for something. It's not bad to explore it.
1: All right. How about rank these three wide receivers rest of season? Jarvis Landry, Demarius Thomas, Keenan Allen.
2: Allen Thomas Landry. Allen Landry Thomas.
1: Landry's got more touchdowns than all of them than, well, than the other two, all three of them, right? Including one of him. All right. Top five tight ends this week. O.J. Howard, six catches, 98 yards, and two touchdowns. He has had only two games this year with more than one fantasy point, but they are both two big games. Uh, Let's start there. Let's just start and stop right there. O.J. Howard, number one. Does this mean anything to you guys going forward?
0: I mean, he's still somebody that when he had the last big game against uh, Giants. the Giants.
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, you really had to guess? Of course it was the Giants. Well,
0: a I couldn't remember end. if it was the Giants or the Browns. He's a tight end. <laughs>
1: Uh, he's still somebody
0: that I would have no problem if I have a deep roster putting as a second tight end, but he's still at best the fourth guy in this pecking order of passing production. Still, I think I her. think it,
2: yeah, I think an important note here is he did get six targets in this game. Cameron brake
0: got nine.
1: Yeah, so yeah, I, and, I don't.
0: And sorry, go ahead. I did, I did, I don't think he passed Cameron brake by any means. No, no, and and one of them was the same play that they pulled against the Giants, where he came across the formation, he was wide open, scored a touchdown. The second one was a great throw from Jameis. He's going to be one of these guys that has, you know, uh, you know, good games every now and then, but it's just not sustainable.
1: And Jimmy Graham, oh, oh I didn't go through the whole list. OJ Howard, Evan Ingram, six By catches. By the way, just, just to follow up uh,
0: with the receivers, Doug Baldwin should have had the best week of anybody. Yep. Rick Wilson missed him on a wide open, wide open, easy touchdown.
1: Yep. Sure did. Alright, right, O.J. Howard 1, Evan Ingram 2, Jason Witten 3, Jimmy Graham 4, Jared Cook 5 with six catches for 107 yards. He's the only one. Graham's another
0: one. Should have had a big, big day.
1: Graham, yeah. Graham dropped. a. See, the throw wasn't great on the first touchdown that he could have had. The ball was knocked away. Hit him in the chest. No, Eli Apple knocked it away. The ball should have been higher. No, no,
2: it hit him him in the chest.
1: The ball should have been higher. Even the announcer of the game said the ball should have been higher. He needed to throw that ball up. He he should have gone and caught it. Eli Apple's terrible. Listen. No, yeah, Apple's not terrible anymore. He's had two good games. Big Kane too.
0: Stop defending your Kane's guy and stop defending your Giants guy. I'm telling you the truth.
2: And I'll even go as far as to say that was his second red zone target, and the announcers were blaming Wilson for throwing the first one too high, and saying, "Why did he throw it to the corner of the end zone?" Graham stopped in the middle of the end zone. It was an Corner route, Graham stopped too early. If he just run his route, it would have, he would have had three touchdowns.
0: Right, and who knows? He, on the one where he's on the left sideline, he may have scored
1: on that one. Yes, I yeah, it's possible. Uh, <laughs> so he needs to play a little bit better. But at least you got eleven fantasy points against him. You know, who could have had a top five day.
0: Is Delaney Walker? He alluded to this. Uh, Mariota missed him on two touchdown throws. One, he was so wide open and he just underthrew it. And then the other one, he overthrew or I'm sorry, he underthrew it with a defender there. Uh if he puts the ball similar to play to, to Jimmy Graham, just on a different side of the end zone. If yeah. if Mario puts that ball up a little bit, Delaney Walker scores twice.
1: All right, so it's Howard, Ingram, Witten, Graham, and Jared Cook. Who do you like better rest of season? Evan Ingram or Jason Witten? Ingram. Heath? Ingram. Ingram or Jimmy Graham.
0: Graham.
1: Heath? Graham. <laughs> okay. Ingram or Austin Safarian Jenkins?
0: Ingram. Ingram,
1: do any of these? Ingram ends, looks
0: good, man. He's just—he's just a nice special talent.
1: He's a good player. Yeah. Do any of these players matter? Tyler Croft, Logan Thomas, Anthony Fasano, Mercedes Lewis.
0: Tyler Croft for sure. Next week he gets the Colts. Yep.
1: Uh, last time, <laughs> last time I asked that question, you said he mattered, and he gave us a big dud. Speaking I think of. of-
2: Speaking of a big dud, you, can we just talk again about how we don't know anything in this stupid game that's happening right now?
1: I I had a feeling the Falcons might disappoint us. I said on the show on Friday, I said, by the way, it's only early in the second quarter. A lock and change. I said, we're, we're through,
2: uh, go ahead. We're through one quarter. Tom Brady has one fantasy point. Matt Ryan has one fantasy point. Julio Jones has one fantasy point. None of the running backs besides James White have a fantasy point, and there have been zero points
1: scored. And there was a blocked field goal for all you Matt Bryan owners. But um, I said that there could be a bad game for the Falcons, and if that happens, they're going to be calling for Steve Sarkeesian's head. But hopefully I'm wrong. Start of the week's to Maybe that's what the Falcons want. I don't know, man. All right, let's go to the games. Do these quickly here. Rams 33, Cardinals 0. We've covered the Cardinals. Let's cover the Rams. What's the angle here? Heath, what's Todd the not obvious thing? All right, Gurley then. Go ahead. That, that's
2: the angle because everybody's tweeting us saying Todd Gurley was not a sell high. And this was a spectacular effort. I think the thing that I underestimated, and I still, listen, listen, three weeks ago we said sell Todd Gurley for a star. That's what we said. We didn't say sell him for a mediocre player. He had two so-so games and one great game now. Um, But the thing is, this Rams team might actually be good.
0: Yeah. No, not might. They're good.
1: Highest scoring they team have, in the they league. They
0: have an offense to match their defense. They're not an elite team, but they're, they're a playoff caliber team. And especially now with the Cardinals out of the way,
1: for sure. I
2: still think they're the second best team in that division, but yes. Oh, good.
1: yeah, they're the second best team in the division. Seattle's the best. Seattle Beats, might be the best team in the NFL. They beat Seattle. Let's give them some credit. I know they always play them tough at home no matter where that home stadium is, but they did beat them. So that's let's give them some credit. They beat them, right? Yeah, I don't they think won so. That game. Seattle, won. Seattle won. Yep,
2: yeah. Seattle
0: 16-10. Damn it! So
1: okay, you know what? Definitely did. <laughs> that's why I questioned it because it didn't sound didn't sound right. <laughs> but, but Wilson had you know, a bad to, game.
0: To, to tie in to tie in Todd Gurley and that thing. If 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 Gurley scores that touchdown early in the game where he fumbled the ball of the end zone, there you go. His fantasy day is much better. They The win. tone of that game goes differently.
1: Moral victory, I say. Uh, Jacksonville 27, Indianapolis 0. They were what, three shutouts today? How about that? Uh, let's see what we got here. So, so, do you want to talk more about the running backs or for Jacksonville? No, I think Jackson? we covered that. I, yeah. I
0: think from the Colts perspective, I, I know we had the discussion. You cannot play T.Y. Hilton in a tough matchup anymore.
1: And he's got so many of them. Uh, so at Cincinnati, now we'll see what happens with their no, they, well, their linebackers are hurt. Their secondary will be alright. I mean, at Cincinnati, at Houston, Pittsburgh, and then a bye? Are you serious? I'm looking at his schedule. I swear there's, there's one game that I feel good about. Tennessee, after did, the bye.
2: Did you see the T.Y. Hilton quote? Yeah. He they put, asked him about, uh, what was wrong with the Colts. It's the offensive line. They need to block.
1: Well, he's not wrong, but you know what? That offensive line's not getting any better. Nope. Ah, uh, drop, drop her hole, T.Y. Hilton. Hold. Okay. He'll be picked up in a second in your
0: league, but at what point in those games are you going to feel comfortable starting him?
1: Jack Doyle, see uh streamable tight end, 60% owned. Yeah. Okay. He led the team in receiving with 44 yards. 60% well, not good. Uh, at least he's better than this, I think. This, this is a great defense. Yeah, Jacksonville, yeah. Tough matchup. All They're right. going to win the division. Minnesota twenty four and Baltimore sixteen. Let me take a look at these damn division standings now, because I want to. I still think Houston's winning the division.
2: I still think Tennessee's winning the division.
1: They could win it too. Yeah, (laughs) it it, ain't gonna be the Colts. All right, so Jacksonville's four and three, Tennessee's four and three, Houston's three and
2: three. Like I don't think Jamie's wrong in having the opinion that Jacksonville's going to win the division. I just it's it's so that division is so wide open.
0: This is now, this is now two games of seven that the Jaguars have allowed Blake Bortles to throw early on, in early downs. And you see the results.
1: Oh, he did have a nice game. 18 fantasy points. Good call by Dave. Dave liked him this week. All right. Minnesota 24, Baltimore 16. What do you think about Alex Collins and Javoris Allen? Collins had 10 carries for 30 yards. Allen had six for 20, but he had eight catches for 29 yards, He, That's all he does is he catches two yard, three yard passes, but. He's going to break a record. This is going to be
2: a historic season for Javorius Allen. Um, I, The thing I'm encouraged by for Alex Collins, and I'm kind of happy about, because I wasn't able to pick him up in a couple of leagues, and he's still on the waiver wire, and I was hoping he wouldn't get a touchdown in this game, he did still get um, more carries than Javorius Allen, Mm -hmm. as long as that continues I expect he's going to get into the end zone at some point, and he's going to be a viable fantasy running back in standard leagues.
0: Dolphins' run defense was not good as a whole this week. They never running back really go off against them, but they gave up. I'm just looking at it right now. 22 for 92. I mean,
1: But they've been a good run defense this year. They've been a good run defense
0: this year. They have been, but I, I think this could be a situation where short week for Miami on the road, this could be Alex Collins' best game coming up. Okay. So, he's somebody that I think you want to buy into. I, I, look, Baltimore was at such a disadvantage in this game because they're on the road playing a tough defense. Mike Wallace got knocked out early in the game. Jeremy Macklin was out of the game. Bershard Perry was out of the game. I mean, this was just tailor-made for Minnesota. I, I'm, I'm honestly surprised they gave up 16 points.
1: Carolina was at Chicago. Carolina had the ball for 38 minutes and 35 seconds. Mitchell Trubisky threw seven passes. They beat Carolina, with their quarterback throwing seven passes, he completed four passes. It's going to be tough to trust anyone in that passing game, obviously. Well, did you see
0: this? Did you see this tweet from uh, Will Brinson? No, I'll find it as you talk. Go ahead.
1: Okay, so Jordan Howard, by the way, nearly scored a touchdown. He had a couple of chances. He couldn't get in. That means still no running back has scored double-digit fantasy points in standard scoring leagues against Carolina. They will face Tampa Bay next week. Doug Martin, it is your turn. Heath, talk to me about Christian McCaffrey. Uh, just not an effective runner this year, but he did have seven catches for 36 yards. I don't know. How do you value Christian McCaffrey?
2: It's pretty much the same thing. I, he's, a, he's a flex play in a standard league, and a, I, I'd almost say a flex play at best against a good defense. I don't expect him to put up huge yardage totals. You're hoping he gets into the end zone. But what he's doing in PPR with the reception totals, with the target totals, he may be amongst the reception leaders, not just at running back, but in the NFL period.
1: Kevin Benjamin or Devin Funches, who do you like better going forward? And, and do you like either of them as more than just, you know, flexes going forward? He's, still Benjamin. Benjamin.
2: Yeah, still Benjamin, and he's a number two, and Funches is a flex.
0: All right. Uh, so Will tweeted this. Um, I'm not sure where he found it, but I'm going to assume it's accurate. Since 2000, an NFL team has attempted less than 10 passes and won a game 8 times, and John Fox was the head coach for 3 of them.
1: (laughs) Wow. How about that? Okay, New Orleans at Green Bay, and another- I'm gonna guess
0: they have to throw a little bit more when they go into New Orleans next week. Just a few more times.
1: Yeah, and New England, or New Orleans had the ball for 36 minutes and 56 seconds. Green Bay for just 23.04. Do we have any concerns that Drew Brees is just going to be good, not great? Or do you think he will have a huge second half of the season?
0: A lot of home games coming up.
2: Yeah, I think he's going to be just fine. I expect him to be a top three or four quarterback rest of season. season. Yeah, he he's going has, to light up the Bears next week.
1: He only has three road games left in the fantasy season because the fourth road game is at Tampa Bay. He has one, two, three, four, five, six home games, Drew Brees, coming up. So if you can buy low, now would be a good time. On Drew Brees. Mark Ingram is outstanding. Alvin Kamara did his thing with 107 total yards and five catches. Are he nearly we, had a touchdown too. Are we worried about Michael Thomas not living up to expectations?
0: He's been a disappointment, but you know, seven for 82. All he's missing is a touchdown there. Yep. So yes, he has not been a top 10 type of player. I, I still think again, when they get in those home, that home stretch, it's going to be right. a lot of fun to have Michael Thompson on your team. Yeah,
2: right. Like we just for lost reason. Jordy Nelson, Devontae Adams, Larry Fitzgerald without any of them getting injured. <laughs> I can't be worried about Michael and Thompson. And we lost Ty Hilton from week 1 on.
1: <laughs> sure did. Okay, then let's move on to the Jets and the Dolphins. What a game. Fun game. Um trying The Dolphins
0: to- are 4 and 2. Think about that for a second.
1: It's good coach.
0: They're about to be on their third third quarterback.
1: <sighs> good for them. With
0: no bye week
2: are them. the Bills four and two to, as well?
0: The Bills they had their bye week. Oh yeah, yes yeah, yeah, they are. They are
1: four and two. <laughs> and they, you know, as we speak, are tied. Those three teams are tied for first place. But the the Patriots could be five and two or four and three at the end of the night. Um, is there any long term potential in, in Robbie Anderson or Jermaine Curse, or are they just are we were we just lucky to have them in our lineups if we did this week? I
0: think there's long-term potential, but it's not long-term must-start potential. These are guys you want to have on your bench for when, you know, look, we're going to, we're going to come through the Packers and the, and the Cardinals are off this week. And we've seen the Packers already once. We've talked about this. Uh, we'll see what the Cardinals look like coming off of their bye week and, and who the guy is going to be a quarterback, whether it's going to be Stanton or Gabbert. And so if you come out of your bye week and you don't like what you see from those two respective receiving cores, Josh McCown's played great.
1: Would you guys rather so, have um, Matt Forte over Jer- uh, over uh Latavius Murray or Thomas Rawls?
0: No, yes. it's too messy there for me.
1: You would, Heath?
2: It's too messy. Where <laughs> they're all messy.
0: Yeah, but the Jets have three guys that they're going to continue to get work to, and and if they start to lose, I would imagine Elijah McGuire starts to take on more work.
1: All right, Tennessee's at Cleveland, or they they were at Cleveland, and they won. Are they they? Yeah, they won in overtime. Thriller. They're
2: probably still there. I don't know. Maybe they'll flow out tonight. Could.
1: I'm sure they're on their way home. Uh Mariota, yeah, we talked about him. Hopeful for a turnaround here. DeMarco Murray, Derrick Henry, let's talk about that, Heath. I think you guys were right on. You expected Murray to get more work. He got a lot more work. Didn't have a great game, though. Nearly had a touchdown, but not quite. Um, talk to me about the – well, they both did, but I think uh, Murray had what two tries or just one? I don't know. Uh, I think Murray uh, Henry had and... one at,
0: on, on a fourth down carry that he didn't get in.
1: Yeah, but yeah, but Murray was in on the first three downs on that on that try. Oh, they couldn't convert on first and goal from the one or two. Uh-huh. Anywho, Heath, your thoughts on on Murray versus Henry?
2: I still feel like Demarco Murray is the better running back. He's going to get a bye week to get that hamstring healthy. And we saw they tried to use Henry just a little bit more in the passing game. He had an opportunity where he was wide open in the flat. Nobody in front of him. They threw it to him, and I'm not sure if he even touched the ball. It was embarrassing, frankly. Um, I I don't really have any interest in starting Derrick Henry in weeks when DeMarco Murray's playing.
1: Do you think we should drop or hold Rashard Matthews going into the bye?
0: Hold Buffalo thirty. Uh, if you need a if you need a rough spot, you can drop
1: him. He almost scored. He had he was one yard away from a touchdown. Would have looked a lot yeah, better. Yeah, but it's not
0: like he's been producing at a very high level. And if Corey Davis come back after the bye week, then his value is going to start to go in the tank.
1: Buffalo thirty and Tampa Bay twenty seven. Uh, all right, let's go to let's go to Doug Martin. Twenty carries for forty nine yards. Does that concern you at all, Jamie?
0: It does, but it doesn't. The fact that he's getting work is encouraging. And he's going to have another tough matchup next week against Carolina. But I still think he's a number two running back. You know, it's it's very difficult to look at him and say that when he's on the field getting this type of work in an offense that seems like it's going to score a lot, that he's hard to bench. Like, I, I benched him in a 10-team league for Jerry McKinnon, for example. You know, not that that was worked out one way or the other, better or worse, but... um, you got to have a a really loaded roster to bench Doug Martin week in, week out.
1: Buy, sell, hold, Deshaun Jackson. Uh, Hold. 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 Okay. Dallas, 40. San Francisco, 10. What do you think about standard scoring leagues? Do you have to own Pierre Garçon?
0: Yes, I'm still holding him. No, Jamie? No. No, I, I, again, it it depends on what you're looking for and what your team is like. So 10 team leagues, you're not starting Pierre Garçon. Yeah. 12 team leagues. I mean, he's, you know, he, he's been disappointing.
1: Do you guys think, well, what do you think of Des Bryant going forward? Is he a stud?
0: Yes.
2: You're starting him every week. So yes.
1: Yeah. But he's got one game with more than 63 yards. It's a little weird.
0: But he's always been touchdown dependent.
1: Touchdown dependent, yeah, but I just—I wonder how many yards he's on pace for. I mean, it's got to be a career low for
0: well, any put, season put it that it wasn't way. an injury This play. is probably what he is if their team remains intact. If Zeke gets suspended, he's going to take on probably a bigger role. Yep.
1: Okay. Uh We got the Chargers shutting out the Broncos. 21-0. I don't want to ever
0: say the words if Zeke gets suspended again.
1: <laughs> All right, before we actually skip the Giants and the Seahawks, everybody wants to hear about that one. Uh, Giants 7, Seahawks 24. Not sure why I said it in that order. Arlen's Darkwa going into the bye. He had uh nine carries for 35 yards. Obviously a tough matchup. They to get the Rams. And I think, you know, Jimmy, I talked about this when we previewed the game. I really feel like the Rams' run defense is a lot better than what they've shown. I think they maybe started showing that today. Uh, Agreed. So Darkwa, 79% on. Would you be afraid to drop him going into the bye?
2: Not at all. No. If I had Darkwa and Richard Matthews and needed a roster spot, I'd drop Darkwa.
0: I, I had a couple leagues where I, I dropped Darkwa to pick up Chris Ivory, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And I dropped him because I, I made a trade, a two-for-one trade. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't drop him. I was considering dropping him, but then when Willie Sneed was ruled inactive, I just dropped Sneed. But yeah, he's he's somebody that I think you can get away from easily.
1: And Doug Baldwin or Dez Bryant, rest of season?
0: Dez. Des in standard
2: Baldwin on PPR.
1: Doug Baldwin or Michael Thomas?
2: Thomas. Thomas. In standard Baldwin on PPR. Oh.
1: Chargers twenty one, Broncos zero. Phillip Rivers. <sighs> Phillip Rivers has New England next week, so that's gonna be that's gonna be fun for everybody not naming at Ryan. Maybe. <laughs> um yeah, what what do you guys think about Philip Rivers? You, does he feel top twelve EDU rest of the season? He'll be on the cusp. Yeah. He's being Rivers. And how how concerned are you about Keenan Allen? He's not really having a great year. He's having a solid year, but he's not uh tearing it up. What do you think about Keenan Allen?
0: Big bounce back coming next week. Agreed.
1: Yeah, but that's like the best matchup he's going to have all season. Is he going to be good? Is like he going to be great rest of season, Keenan Allen, or just good?
0: Number two receiver. This is your window to buy low.
1: He shouldn't be a number two receiver. He should be better than Jordy. He should be better than Hilton. He should be a top 12 guy based on what's happened. Beckham, Hilton, Jordy, Fitz, like Keenan Allen should be top 12.
0: Those to say he's not. He, he might be, but
2: it's gonna be, it's gonna be difficult after New England. When you go buy Jacksonville, Buffalo.
1: Mm, that sucks. I do like, you know, it's good when, when your best receivers play in the slot. You know, they can avoid the. the right. corner. You know play. what
0: we've seen is um, in the last couple of weeks, as Hunter Henry has gotten better, Keenan Allen has gotten worse.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Pittsburgh 29 and Cincinnati 14, final game here. And Pittsburgh was all over Andy Dalton. Four or five sacks, but really they harassed him in this game. Could definitely bounce back next week, though, against Indianapolis. Uh Do you guys feel like you'll be able to depend on Joe Mixon this year? I don't know what happened in the second half. It was running the ball well in the first half.
2: They just stopped giving it to him completely. It was a yeah. terrible coaching job. They should fire every coach in Cincinnati.
1: <laughs> wow. Uh Who's going to be better rest of season? Oh, that's a really dumb question. Um, let's rewind. What do you do with Bartavis Bryant? You drop him. Drop yeah. him. What a shame. What
0: there was, was shame. the report this this morning about him getting more work. No, Fooled no. You!
1: You.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, frustrating.
1: All right. Anything else on this? Go. Oh, you know what? Just give me your real quick thoughts on Joe Mixon's rest of season value.
0: Borderline number two flex type of running back.
2: Yep, low end number two. I might be just
0: yes, yes.
1: Standard scoring leagues. Joe Mixon or Alvin Kamara.
0: No Kamara. Kamara.
1: Standard and Kamara. S- standard scoring league or any type of format. Joe Mixon or Jarek McKinnon?
2: McKinnon. McKinnon.
1: Yeah. Uh. Uh, Mixon. Mixon. All right. All right. That's it for us today. Thank just, you all just, very just much. Since,
0: since we're not going to talk about this again until Tuesday, uh, Dion Lewis is doing much better than Mike Gilsley so far in the first half.
1: Yay.
2: Yes. All
1: right. We'll and, talk about it on Tuesday.
2: And uh, I guess we're not going to see
0: Matt Ryan bounce back. Yeah, great start of the week. Who called that?
1: Hey, we got a whole half left, even more. For Jamie and Heath, I'm Adam. Take it easy, everybody. We'll talk to you on Tuesday with some disgusting jelly beans. Bye. Bye.